On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Square, ticker SQ. They reported earnings yesterday after hours, and they were amazing that the stock price is now up almost 12, 13% at the time of this video, reaching all-time highs. So today's episode is going to be broken down to the following. First, we're going to take a look at the earnings recaps. Then we're going to look at their financial numbers. And at the end, I'm going to end with my thoughts. Like always, my name's Jose Naharo. By day, I'm a senior electrical engineer, but by night, I'm a self-taught investor. Doing this for the past five to six, seven years, investing in companies that I enjoy and I understand for long-term investments. If you're new to the channel, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And also, don't forget to hit the thumbs up. It helps the channel out so much, and I truly, truly appreciate it. Before we go any further, go down to the comments below and let me know what are your thoughts on Square. Are you buying? Are you selling? Are you holding right now? While you're there, you should also see a link to my Discord channel. It's free to anybody that wants to join. I post every time I buy or sell a stock there. And down there, you should also see a link to Webull. If you sign up and follow the rules, we both could get a free stock. Sometimes they even do specials where we get two or three stocks finally at the end of the day i am not a professional so none of this should be taken as advice all right so today we are taking a look at square when i did this video the stock price is sitting at 196 dollars and 58 cents this is up 12 percent, and this is i'm pretty sure all-time highs Square. This is ticker SQ to all my podcast listeners. Right now, the market cap of this company is sitting at about $87, $88 billion right now. Year-to-date returns are in the 182% or, or a little bit higher probably right now, but it, it has been amazing. So congratulations to all the long-term holders of Square. All right, so now let's take a look at the highlights for the earnings. First thing, quarter three non-GAAP earnings per share were $0.34, cents, which beat by $0.18. Cents. GAAP earnings per share were $0.07, cents, which beat by $0.15. Cents. First thing we can see is Square is a profitable company when we look at both non-GAAP and GAAP earnings per share. Revenue for the company was $3.03 billion, and this beat expectation by $950 million. This is a huge beat, and we're going to talk about this revenue in a bit. I know a lot of people are talking how, hey, this is... Uh, a company that most of this revenue growth is due to bitcoin revenue which is such a small portion of the companies which has very low gross profit and yes we're going to talk about that later on in today's episode so definitely stay tuned so we another thing we saw is quarter three gross payment volume increased dramatically it was 31.73 billion versus the overall consensus which was 29.95 billion um, so now let's also take a look at some financial metrics. The first thing we're seeing is gross profit. Gross profit was $794 million, and this is up 59% compared to the same time last year. So yes, even though we have seen that strong up growth in revenue, and revenue is up 140% here, we can see, again, mainly due to the reasoning of, of, of Bitcoin revenue, we're still seeing gross profit, which is a very strong metric to look at, up 59% compared to the same time last year. Next, I want to take a look at seller gross profit. So uh, if we're going to see Square has pretty much two main markets. It has the seller consumer, the seller market, and here they have the seller gross profit. And here's however they help companies and businesses be able to sell their products, um, to be able to handle business pro- business type customers and we're going to talk about that later on then they also have the cash app which is more like a consumer base they also have some business aspect here but this is mainly the consumer based product or or the buyer for example so they're hitting both ecosystems they're hitting they're hitting both the seller ecosystem and the buyer ecosystem and i think that's actually pretty amazing 
for our company. So their seller gross profit was 409 million. And this was up 12% compared to the same time last year. One of the reasons we have to understand is right now, a a lot of businesses are being affected pretty heavily due to COVID-19. So to still see a 12% gross um, gross rate and gross profit, I think it's very impressive. We can see quarter two of, of this year, which was one of the biggest affected quarter due to COVID took a big hit, but now it's back up to higher levels. Next, we're going to see that cash app gross profit. This is 385 million and that's up 212% compared to the same time last year. This is their cash app, which now we're going to see has so many new platforms that is driving more customers and consumers to use it. And we have a net income gain of a about 37 million dollars so we can see definitely a very very low profit margins but profitable nonetheless so let's take a quick look at some of the cool products or or kind of the cool stuff that square is working first on the third quarter we're seeing this is their cash app application first thing we're seeing is cash app monthly active has increased dramatically we can see this huge growth there next we're seeing the cash app daily actives and that almost doubled compared to same time last year and now it represents almost a quarter of the cash apps monthly active users and this is telling me one thing that right now cash app has transformed how it's doing the the applications and and the more the services that it provides that people are using it more frequently i guess investors are really hopeful that this is something that they can continue to monetize so by seeing more of an active daily increasement we're going to be able or square investors or square as a business is going to be able to monetize them more and, and collect more revenue from there then we're also seeing outside parties so in the market outside united states Seller gross payment volume, GPV, which is a very strong metric for most of these fintech businesses, grew 46% compared to the same time last year, and it now represents 11% of the total seller GPV. So outside the US, GPV from online channels grew more than 60% compared to the same time last year. And this is pretty much driven by the overall expansion that Square is doing, especially now with COVID situation. They really they really became super aggressive into moving to this more of e-commerce platform as well and, and have innovations to help businesses transact from a brick and mortar store to more of a, more of an e-commerce type seller. Next, we're gonna take a look at Square Card. So Square Card is pretty much a business debit card. It's the probably the easiest way um, to explain. And it's growing pretty dramatically from when it started in 2019, quarter one 2019. So we can see this growth. Now it's about $250 million are being used through Square Card. And this is gives a way for businesses to immediately access their funds and give Square another way to monetize its, its seller ecosystem. So we can see definitely Square is trying to hit different platforms from the e-commerce, business business selling, to as well as business, normal business transactions. They also have stuff like instant payments, which allow merchants to pay employees using funds from accounts and move them instantly to Cash App or next day delivery via direct deposits. On-demand pay is also there, which gives access to pay sooner by transferring X amount of earned wages pay period into Cash App accounts. So we can see this ecosystem that Square is building and it's increasing dramatically. 
All right, so next let's take a look at their balance sheet. But before we do that, below you should see a link for 7investing.com where every month they recommend seven stocks for $17 a month. But if you use my promo code J-O-S-E or the link I have there, you'll get $10 off your first month. May I say, yes, this is an affiliate program, but I use their services and recommend it to anyone. All right, so let's jump into their financial numbers. First, I want to take a look at their revenue. So here uh, I want to take a look at their revenue breakdown so they have four segments of revenue the first one is transaction based revenue so this is every time you use square you use one of their applications they take some fee from this transaction base then they have subscription and services if you're running a form of e-commerce business or just a form of business you have a subscription with them to be able to track stuff to be able to use their products to be able to use their hardware um, so that's their subscription then they have the hardware revenue the hardware revenue is just a small dongle or whatever type of maybe the ipad or the transaction thing that they have if you go to most stores and you see that white box that's sometimes square it's also other competitors and then they have the bitcoin revenue so we can see bitcoin revenue makes up more than half percent of this total revenue and no this is something a lot of bears mention about bitcoin I do understand why they mention it, but that should only be an issue to investors that don't know that that's really there, right? We can see that the gross profit for this is pretty small, right? We can see the it costs, they made about $1.63 billion of revenue in Bitcoin, and the cost to make those sales was $1.6 billion. So it was only about a $30 million gross profit out of that $1.6 billion. So that's it is profitable and yes if you're taking a look at total net revenue it's kind of of i want to say it's kind of misleading but if as an investor one should understand that and once you understand that i don't think it's much worry about um we can see transaction based revenues grew 13 percent compared to the same time on last year we see subscriptions grew 60 percent compared to the same time last year and we see hardware grew 25% compared to the same time last year. So even the other part, the other departments are still growing at very strong levels. And we, my favorite one is obviously that subscription growth. The cost for those is only 66 million out of that 447 million dollars that they have. So that's I think one of my favorite platforms. Or in almost any companies right now, subscription and service-based cost is in services are are probably one of my favorite types of revenue collected and that's the one i'm seeing the most growth right now next i wanted to take a quick look at their assets first thing i'm seeing is a huge growth in cash and cash equivalents almost by 1.1 billion dollars and also a huge increase in investments in short terms almost by 300 million dollars we're also seeing an uh that's pretty much it so that's about they right now mentioned that they have about 3.3 billion dollars in cash cash equivalents and restrict the cash and they also and investments in marketable debt securities they also have about 500 million dollars available from withdrawal in their revolving credit at the moment i don't believe they have any of that on usage right now so they have about 3.8 billion dollars of cash of, of liquidity available to them now let's take a look at their total liabilities total liabilities long-term debt they have about 1.8 billion dollars so they have plenty of cash and cash equivalents to pay off all that debt that to me tells me is their balance sheet is pretty great even if they pay off all their long-term debt they still have cash left over to continue to run the business it's already profitable and we're going to look they also have positive cash flow from operations so this is definitely telling me that this is a balance sheet i don't have to worry about 
Like I mentioned here, net cash flow from operations were $260 million. It is down compared to the same time last year. A little bit unfortunate to see that. But again, we are in a whole different situation right now with the COVID stuff. So something just to keep in mind of. It's still positive. So that's all I'm happy. The other only thing I want to talk about is in financing activities, one of the big reasons this company got a lot of cash this quarter, we saw that huge boost in cash, was they did issue some convertible senior notes. Understandable if they want to build cash right now. All right, so now let's take a look at their growth. So Square is expected to grow its revenue 19.3% on average annually for the next three to five years. That's a uh, that's a strong growth. To me, if you guys have been watching, anything growing over 15% is to me considered a high growth stock for the next three to five years. So that definitely hits the mark. It's also expected to continue to grow its earning growth. It's already profitable and it's expected to maintain profitability as the years progress. Next, I want to take a look at their historical past growth. In 2019, it grew 42%. In 2018, it grew closer to 50%. And in 2017, it grew about 30%. So not only in the future, but historically, it has shown that it is growing at dramatic levels. Next, I want to take a look at their gross margins. Gross margins have kind of were increasing over time, but kind of flatline now, sitting in the low 40%. I do think gross margins are going to take a big hit now, especially with that huge boost in revenue from from Bitcoin. But that huge revenue is also very low gross margin. So we are going to see a decrease in gross margins due to that aspect. And again, this is something to understand as an investor. Once you understand is something not to be completely fearful about. Profit margins, I was going to say, are probably going to be in similar things where, yes, right now, profit margins, we can see from Square, they were negative. And this, to me, is the perfect a perfect example of a growth stock story. You buy it right now, it starts off with low earnings, it starts to improve, improve over time, and then you become profitable, and then those earnings begin to multiply and multiply and multiply. And this is the strength of a growth stock and why I'm very, very happy to invest in companies like this. All right, so finally, I'm going to talk about my thoughts on Square. But before we go any further, don't forget to check out the merch, guys. Self-taught investor, like I mentioned, I've been doing this for the past five, six, seven years. So this, to me, is the perfect merch that I can come up. And it's a great way to support the channel. And I truly, truly appreciate it. All right, so let's take a look at Square. So Square, I have Square to my left. And I'm looking at both forward PE and forward price to sales ratio. I also wanted to take a look at PayPal. To me, this is probably the closest competitor i can think of if someone else might have a closer competitor um feel free to let me know on the comments but square if we're looking at forward pe ratio look forward pe ratios for 2020 and these are non-gap numbers is 252 then it drops down to 146 yes they are pretty high but you see that growth percentage decrease that shows that growth is coming really strong from square forward price to sales ratio for December 2021 is 7.46. Next, I have PayPal. So PayPal, you can see the 4 PE ratio is a lot lower, but you can see year over year, the decrease is also a lot lower, where Square jumped from 252 down to 146 in two years. PayPal jumps from 54 to 45. So PayPal is already profitable as well, a lot more profitable, but it's not growing at the same terms. If we're looking at forward price to sales ratio, PayPal is actually a little bit more expensive when compared to Square. So many people might be like, hey, Jose, this means Square is cheap right now. But that's not the only thing. What I wanted to take a look at is look at Square Cows, Squares and PayPal's margins. 
So we can see too, the lighter blue is PayPal, the darker blue is Square. So Square's gross margins are a lot lower than PayPal on average. So if they are a lot lower than average, then that to me is understandable why PayPal, when looking at forward price to sales ratio, is a bit more expensive. Um, so what are my thoughts on Square? I'm really liking the Square. I like how, not the Square, I'm really liking Square. Um, how they have they're they're really hitting both ecosystem from the buyers and the sellers they're improving their cash app we're seeing strong growth there we're also seeing strong daily active growth there we're seeing the innovation in their seller side so and we're seeing strong growth dramatic increase even outside that bitcoin and we're seeing a huge growth in gross profit which in my opinion is the biggest metric to look at I do believe maybe right now the stock price is a bit high, but let's say I I have a position on Square. And like I mentioned, all my positions are free to anybody that wants to look at them in my Discord channel. Feel free to check down the link below um, and, and sign up there. But Square, if let's say I did not have a position, if I did not have a position, I would enter Square right now with a small entry to have some skin in the game because one doesn't know stock price can continue to go up right now though for me square might be a little overextended so i already have a position at this moment i'm not willing to add right now and that's the difference right it's to me it always depends it's always different in different situations if i don't have a position i still like to get skin in the game if i have a position and i'm happy with my position size i i really start to think and see if there's other investments out there that i would prefer putting my money in right now i'm happy with my position size on square at the moment not really into buying more um, but that's just because of my position size so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe don't forget to hit the thumbs up it helps the channel out so much and i truly truly appreciate it. take care guys have a good night and see you next time